0: Welcome to the Live Nourish podcast. I'm your host, Katerina Greer. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and the founder of LiveNourish.co, where you can find my blog, recipes, and services. On this podcast, I chat about all things health and wellness related to help you live a nourished life. Remember the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice. It is not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Now let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I have on one of my good friends, Alicia Hamill. Alicia and I met back in 2019 at the Nutritional Therapy Conference, which is our school's annual conference, and it was in Portland, Oregon in 2019, and she also happens to be from Canada too, woot woot! Um, So, Alicia is a nutritional therapy consultant. She studied through the NTA just like myself, but she did it fully online, and she is currently working at a gym called Adrenaline in Regina, Saskatchewan, where she sees clients one-on-one. In this episode, we talk about the importance of hydration, good things you can add to your life, as well as gut and mental health. So, let's get into it. so welcome alicia i'm so excited to have you on the podcast
1: well i'm very very excited to be here thank you for having me
0: of course um so basically we're just going to start off with a fun question because since we are nutritionists we love food we love good food um (laughs) and your meals always look so so amazing so i wanted to know what is your go-to breakfast at the moment
1: um, at the moment, okay. So I always <laughs> shop in like, um, the Asian veggie section. Cause they always have like the best greens mm. and like, I'm obsessed with like Galen right now. Mm. And it's like a, almost, it's like a, a veggie, like a leafy green, but it's kind of almost like a little spicy. I don't know. It's so different. Mm, so I've been good. obsessed with sauteing that. And then I usually have, um, either like chicken or pork tenderloin with that. I usually meal prep that for the week and I have that. And then sometimes I'll throw in eggs and that's kind of it. I keep it super simple and that's usually what I have.
0: That sounds really good. Honestly, yeah. I have not seen the, the game, the Gowlane. Ga- like I ga- haven't seen ga- ga- it. Yeah. I haven't seen it in stores.
1: It's like a, it's like <laughs> similar to, um, sum some or like buck choy. It's like mm. in that family, but right. yeah, I just find like it's, it's almost spicy just naturally on its own. So that's kind of what I really
0: like about it. That's good though. It must be, is it bitter or not really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's bitter. more on the bitter side. Good for those bitter receptors. (laughs) Right in the morning, big chunk of
1: protein, you're good to go. (laughs) Uh,
0: So why don't you tell the listeners um, a little bit about yourself and what you do currently?
1: Okay, so right now I am a nutrition coach with um, the Adrenaline Strength and Conditioning Gym here in Regina, Saskatchewan and I've been doing that since August. Um, I guess I should say I'm an uh, NTC, so I'm a nutritional therapy consultant. I should say that first. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's kind of why I got hired on at the gym actually was because they were excited that I looked at the root cause of things Mm -hmm. and not just as pushing people's weight loss agendas. So that's how I approach things differently with my lifestyle clients is that We need to make sure that your mental health is in point and that we are not pushing food and causing food intolerances or pushing allergies and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. We're addressing all of the foundations and then weight loss and feeling better and performing in the gym are all consequences of you like nourishing yourself better.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's like very important because yeah, so many people just like want to lose weight and like that's their like number one goal, but it's like, there's so much more like beyond that. That's like so Mm -hmm. important.
1: Well, and it's not like sustainable. Like, sure. You like lost a bunch of weight super mm. fast and you drank protein shakes. Like it was your religion, mm. but now you're two months. O- like out of with your two months away from training with your like, coach anymore. And you're starting to put on the weight because you haven't figured out how to do this long-term like you don't have a plan to follow you're no longer in a calorie deficit like how do you mm-hmm. maintain your calories and how do you go out with and have brunch with your husband or go to a breakfast mm-hmm. with your grandma and like you just people just pack it back on so what I try to do is just address everything foundationally so that we can do this long-term and have a longevity mm-hmm. you know yeah so, important. so, yeah, think so
0: important yeah so um how did you get into nutrition yourself
1: for me, it was uh, a long time coming. (laughs) I, I unknowingly had a binge eating disorder. Mm -hmm. So when I turned 21, I was watching this YouTube video and this girl was talking about her binge eating disorder and like, it just checked all the boxes of like how I was feeling. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to a therapist and I was in therapy for three years and it got to the point where I was like, okay, yeah, great. Like you've undone everything that I knew what to do with food. And now I'm left with no tools. Like what, how do I nourish myself? I don't mm-hmm. understand. So I just did like a quick online course, um, just like a holistic thing. And it was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I really love this. Like this mm-hmm. really resonates with me. And then um, my mom, uh, her background has always been in food, like catering and she has a restaurant now. So I'm a big foodie that way. So it was really nice to kind of merge the two together and just Realize I could have all my favorite foods and still love myself and feed myself and just like figure out all these new practices and traditions that I now have for myself.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how
1: I got yeah. into it.
0: That's so cool. So important. And then you found the NTA. <laughs> I found the
1: NTA. Yeah. So so then I realized that like the first course, they were like, here are the books, write the tests, and now mm. you can go teach people in my I don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I uh did some more online uh looking up and uh the NTA was only in person at the time yeah and then I, but it was the course I really wanted to do but mm. there was nowhere around me that I could go travel to even get to it and then I looked it up again and then they were offering the online version so I jumped a really on board right away and yeah got that done within the year and it was really really good
0: yeah and that's how we met at yeah, the conference we, yeah. was yeah, I yeah. know Canadian nutrition best best gal pal you know <laughs> like, yeah,
1: right I know we like I don't even know when the first time I met I just remember sitting like outside yeah. of the ballroom and just like chatting and I was like yeah. this feels so easy no it was you. like, like an, this is
0: so cool there was like an empty seat beside me and then you're like is someone sitting here and I was like yes but then the person beside me was like no no one's sitting there and I was like come sit girl like <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, man, yeah that was the best honestly. Um, so what does nutrition mean slash look like to you?
1: Um, nutrition, what does that mean to me for me? Um, just because my background is, um, with disordered eating for me, it really is about mental health. Like I do Mm -hmm. believe that like mental health is, you know, wealth altogether. Like it's just so important to understand that what you put in your body is what the outcome of your life is going to be. So Mm -hmm. if you put trash into your body, more or less your life is going to kind of go down that aisle of trash. (laughs) And then if you put good things into your body, like you're going to have the mental stamina, the good gut health, you know, the clearer skin, the less fog, and like all these things that bring confidence and the capability of making good choices for yourself and having the energy to do so. So for me, like having good nutrition means that I'll have a good life. And like the expectancy like I hate I hate when people say like well you gotta die of something and they just like Mm. pound back like the diet sodas and the burgers and like and I think that's such an instant gratification way of thinking of food and Mm -hmm. yeah like I have those things sometimes like I'm totally guilty of it Mm. but it's not it's not a daily thing like I said like my breakfast is protein and veggies and like Mm -hmm. I have my pre-workout is unsweetened oats and like fruit and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like I really focus on like whole foods because it has to be long-term like it has to be longevity if we want to live to like 80 90 100 like yeah. we cannot be living off of like fizzy drinks and like processed <laughs> carbohydrates
0: yeah it's crazy it is honestly yeah um so what is the biggest thing that you learned that you didn't know before through studying nutrition
1: um I didn't realize how how much of our gut health affects us his- our mental health, like mm. the fact that like serotonin is made in the gut. I didn't like Preview. even the gut. Yeah, and even that the fact that like there is these little dudes in your gut is, <laughs> it's kind of mind blowing. Like yeah. when I when they taught us that, I was like, "Pardon?" Like that <laughs> kind of freaks me out. Like I I kind of don't like that. Can we just step back? <laughs> but, so
0: crazy. Um,
1: it's weird to think of that because a lot of people, it's just like you just eat something, you know, it feels good on the tongue and then it gives you energy and then you get hungry again and you go about your day and that's kind of a continuous cycle. But what happens between point A to point B is a lot. So learning about everything that happens like in your gut and how the enzymes and precursors to this and that affect the whole system just is mind blowing. So I think that was super cool to learn. And that is something that I try to pass on to my clients is that. Okay. Yeah, you can eat you know a hundred calories worth of chocolate, or you can eat a hundred calories worth of strawberries, and there's going to be two completely different outcomes. It's not just a hundred calories. Take it in, eat it, go on your way. It's going to be completely different how you feel yeah. and how you process it.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, just like gut health in general is just insane. <laughs> yeah,
1: and it's so exciting. And like, it's such like a, a science in its infancy. Like we're not going to see what the actual outcome of any of these gut health studies until like 10 years from now. Cause mm. I think we're only 10 years into the actual science of it. So
0: that's crazy oh, little babies, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so if you could tell someone only one thing about nutrition, what would you tell them? Drink more water. hydration
1: (laughs) hydration (laughs) please please for the love of god (laughs) yeah like like it's so important to drink water like first of all half your body weight in ounces bare minimum if you exercise or you're like have a laborious job you need to be drinking more but the thing about what like drinking more water is that it's such an easy entry level to nutrition so Mm -hmm. like anybody can do it right like and we're, we're like, we're so privileged to have access to good drinking water that mm-hmm. like people don't understand, like, yeah, you just turn on the faucet and it's there, you know, mm-hmm. that, that is not a possibility for some people. Mm-hmm. So you should be taking advantage of that. Like, I really do think so. And just be grateful for it as we're drinking our water. Mm-hmm. But water is so important for life cell to cell communication, um, even blood volume. like, if when you're dehydrating, you have less blood volume, which means it's harder to move your muscles and stuff like that. And digestion is poor. And then when your digestion's poor, you know, you get like constipated and then those hormones and like toxins get reabsorbed into the system and then you feel crappy and then you make crappy choices. And it's just like a cascading effect. So like to kind of halt all that do one really nice thing for yourself is just to drink more water
0: yeah I think that's so important I feel like it's so overlooked in today's society culture now Mm -hmm. like especially North America people are just drinking pop coffee it's just and even and like I I
1: I don't want to be negative but like even the fancy waters like oh the the bubbly like people are like oh but it's it's sparkly waters but it's you know it's flavored so I actually like the taste of it and it's just like why you're not a child why do you have to be coaxed into drinking something because it's fizzy and sweetened and like tastes like strawberries you're an adult drink some water (laughs) it's
0: true yeah tell them like honestly like (laughs) it's like it's just such an easy thing to like tell your clients to like get them started like hey just drink some water like Mm -hmm. if they're constipated you know like it can help them so much
1: yeah. And they're like, Oh, I'm super tired. I have energy, energy crashes. So I drink more coffee. No, honey, you're not coffee deficient. You're mm. water deficient. I need you to drink more water. Yeah, Cause like, and that, and that affects your like mental fatigue and stuff like that. And, and the thing about coffee is that like coffee is super trendy. Like it's freaking everywhere right now. Like there's coffee, this, and then sweeten that. And Starbucks is a cool thing to have. And like
0: cold brew right now.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And, like, cold brew, I learned, like, the other day, has, like, the most caffeine. Really? Yeah.
1: Interesting.
0: I just know that. so interesting. I was, like, okay.
1: (laughs) I only started drinking coffee, like, two years ago. Mm -hmm. And I told myself, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it for health purposes. Right. So, and you're going to do it, so it's going to be black coffee. It's going to be a whole bean that you're going to, like, crush yourself and then you're gonna it's gonna be like a dark roast so there's less caffeine in it and it's gonna be something that you sit down and you enjoy and it's an experience not something that like you just like put the pot in it's full of like artificial this artificial that and it's brewed in plastic like when did that become a good thing oh my god that stresses me out <laughs> and then you just chug back like six of them throughout the day and it's like
0: you're not enjoying that no yeah it's so crazy to think about
1: and those pods are so bad for the environment. No one recycles them. Like I know they are recycled, but like people don't even recycle the normal things that they know they can, let alone finding a special recycling place for the pods. Like they're so bad for the environment.
0: Right. Like it's just like so many things that are like quick and easy to like grab are just not mm-hmm. sustainable whatsoever. Right.
1: And I think that's something with nutrition. Like I try to remind my clients is that like when there's more friction to make a choice, that's the one you're not gonna make. So mm-hmm. if making it Uh, healthy choices like oh you have to prep this and you have to do that and you have to go get the water but like you're so used to like skip the dishes you know Mm -hmm. putting your pot in your your coffee maker has an alarm and it already pours your coffee for you by the time you get up like some people (laughs) have that those are there's less frictions to those choices so those are the ones you're going to make so you have to kind of like swap the narrative and put yourself in a place for success Mm
0: -hmm. I like that put yourself in a place for success. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> um so do you have a niche or something that you focus on with clients?
1: Um I focus on adding to people's lives. So mm-hmm. a lot of people think they're like, "Oh, what do I have to cut out?" or like, "What do I have to like change?" and like, "No, no, no, we're not cutting anything out." Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not taking anything away from you. What I want you to focus on is adding more water into your life, mm-hmm. adding more fruits, adding more vegetables. Mm-hmm. And the thing and like The reason I know this works is because it worked for me. So like coming from a family that owns a restaurant and Mm -hmm. like, and being food disordered eating, um, I made those, all those awful choices. But then when I learned about all these good things, it wasn't so easy because it is a lot of like brain work, right? The the chemicals that go off in our brain when we're food addicts is so different than what we actually think food eating is. So I say like, okay, so if you're going to have, breakfast, you're going to have fruit with it. You're going to have lunch. You're going to have vegetables with it. You're going to have a coffee. You're going to have a water immediately before after. And what's going to happen is your bad choices and your good choices are going to start to streamline and they'll be parallel next to each other. And then we're going to start plucking off one bad habit at a time. And then eventually those good habits just take over. And it's a lot less overwhelming. People start to notice the difference that making the good choices make them feel like compared to the bad ones because a lot of times when you strip away all the bad ones and you put all these good choices and foods in people's plates well they're having withdrawal effects and it's not fun and it's you know and it's just as bad as any addict having withdrawal effects you don't just go not a lot of people can do cold turkey so we're not going to do that with food or habits or anything like that so just adding in those good ones then they realize oh, when I, you know, had Valentine's day and had all those chocolates, I felt like shit. And it's like, well, yeah. that's how you used to eat. Really? You used to eat that every single day. And now you can see that the difference that there is, and they want to make the good choices. So yeah, I focus on adding to people's lives. Cause I think that's way more sustainable than taking everything away.
0: I love that. I feel like that's, it's more of like, we're going to take all this stuff away, like gluten, sugar, carbs, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not, yeah, people are like, what do I do? Like my foods. Yeah. yeah people go, Oh yeah, I like
1: that's all their, that's all their comfort. That's their yeah. best friend. That's their go-to. That's their habits. It's just like that's their family traditions that you know that they don't want to give up. And people mm-hmm. just people are so emotionally attached, whether people yeah. there's no way. If if food wasn't emotional, everybody would have a six pack, is what I say. <laughs> right? <laughs> so because we'd be eating for like performance. And when we're hungry and we'd stop and we're full, but that's not the case. It's so emotional. And we want to nourish ourselves. We want these good foods, these experiences, these holidays. So we can't just go ahead and strip it all away because it takes away people's, they feel like that takes away their happiness.
0: Yeah. And it's like soul food, you know, like it, like Mm -hmm. your soul's like, Oh yes. (laughs)
1: Yeah, And so, so with that, I always say like, uh, yeah, there's food for the body, and food for the soul. So, mm-hmm. and when, when it comes with soul food and that, things that like fill you up and make you feel good, mm-hmm. um, it's important to eat those things. I think outside of the house mm-hmm. or with in company with somebody, yeah. because a lot of times then it creates an experience. Whereas when you eat those foods. In front of the tv after a really long hard day or you're like checking out kind of thing you're mentally you're just like done you can't even be bothered at this point you know Mm -hmm. though those are the times that it starts to create negative attachment with food whereas Mm -hmm. if you attach Seeing a loved one or going out to your favorite restaurant, and you know, there's the atmosphere and there's people and there's laughter, then you're attaching positive things to positive experiences and people. Mm. And I think that's really important. So, having sold food is fine, having, you know, Dairy Queen once in a blue moon is okay, as long as we have it outside of the house and we make it, and yeah. it's an intentional action, right? Not something that is just. I've had a hard day. I'm already skip, and this is I'm gonna cry on the couch while I watch my favorite Netflix show. Like that's not an okay habit no. to
0: have. No, so true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're taking on clients. Can people reach out to you, or do you just see them in person right now?
1: No, for sure. I do. Um, a lot of my coaching is online. Okay. Um, so online works completely for me. So people can go to, um, forward slash nutrition. And then there's my little bio, my little picture of myself, and you can see everything that I do, everything that I offer. And then there's an email me button. Um, and I can get back to you as soon as possible kind of thing. Um, you can also find me on Instagram and DM me there and we can communicate. So it's just alisha.ntc. So A L I S H A N T C, dot And yeah, so. I mean, I meet with clients in person because sometimes you just need that support right. in person, but I mean, that's totally doable now with like zoom and Skype and just mm-hmm. even just the phone call is always good. So a lot of my check-ins are, um, we do weekly check-ins with, um, a voice memo, a feedback form, a tracker. So we kind of see everything throughout the week mm-hmm. and then it's just a, a weekly thing from there. So it's totally doable online. Nice.
0: And, uh, do you have a website yourself?
1: Not right now. No, nope. just okay. with um yeah, the adrenalinetraining.ca.
0: So that's where everyone can find you at. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was yeah. so nice having you.
1: I'm so excited. I can't wait to see where you go with this. I'm super, super
0: excited. Thank yeah. you for having me. Thank you everyone for listening. I all hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it, I would really appreciate it if you left a rating and a review. And if you would like to connect with me on Instagram, my Instagram is at live nourished. And for the podcast, it's at live podcast. And there you can just stay up to date on what's happening with the podcast and who's going to be coming on for guests and what I'll be talking about during the week. And yeah, I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Bye for now.